Hello, everybody. Hey, good afternoon, good evening, BWC friends and family. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. The current temperature in Middle really nice. is really nice. We're, we're what, 70? 78. 78. It is beautiful. Awesome changes. The sun's shining, but I'm not sweating. I'm not sweating. I've been in here all day. I'll say you sweat anyway. Oh, I do not. Not when I'm just sitting there done doing nothing. You sweating anyway. I do. <laughs> I, so good thing I, we're not I sweat when I start sweating. I mean, you know, when I wake up. So we got a great topic today. Speaking of sweat, that's right. Water. Water. Um, we wanted to invite everybody. We're going to have a baptism on Sunday. Amen. Uh, we have uh, two young ladies. One of them has uh, been saved, and she just wants to rededicate her life. I think she's been baptized, and she just wants to make known that she's rededicating her life to the Lord. And then we've got her daughter that has been saved and wants to be baptized. So we're gonna, we're gonna do it when they come in. Baptism as a family event. That, I'll tell you, that's, that's great. Good. Now I will tell you, anybody else that feels we were going, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but we'll go ahead and jump right in. How's that? Hey, go right at it. I uh, hope you're going to talk about the rededication as part of that that's, this evening as well. That's the main thing we're going to I talk love, about. I love uh, first of all, baptism is one of the two ordinances that God's given us. Uh, the other one is the Lord's Supper. Uh, baptism is an outward sign. It's commanded by Jesus. Uh, whenever you look at him before his ascension, he just said, just plainly go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold, I am with you to the end of the age. In other words, it's a command that we should make disciples and it's a command that they should be baptized. So we should, you know, if somebody has been saved, then they should do believer's baptism. Uh, a lot of people... How many different baptisms do you know about? So there's the forward, there's the backward, there's the sprinkles. I got forward, backwards, and sprinkles. Okay. And I sent you a really awesome video today where the kid dove head first. That's right. That's, that, that was a funny video. A little boy was getting there and he's getting baptized and he decided not to wait on the I preacher. The preacher was taking too long. He, he preacher was taking too long, so he just went ahead and jumped in. <laughs> but whenever we're talking about baptism, we believe as a church and as a church body that immersion is the way to go. In other words, uh, some beliefs baptize in the name of the Father and the mm -hmm. Son and the Holy Ghost and they actually baptize them three times. Luckily for me, one time under the water is enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I've had people tell me, say, you know, you held me under longer than you held somebody else. <laughs> but it's not that intention. But at the same time, baptism is a serious thing. And we should approach it as a serious thing. Absolutely. I know there are people today that do not have a baptism like we have. They don't have a pool like we've got. 
Well, we had a real nice. We do. It let, you know, we ran for two years, and we were trying to figure out how to build how to a tub into a box. That's right. So, and we even priced them out. We did. In fact, we're, we're getting ready to drive down to Alabama to get it right. when we got this this location. So wow. I'm, I'm terrifically excited about the fact that we have we this have it. And the Lord's blessed us with this church. Absolutely. It's just, it's just unbelievable. And we've had the pleasure of, I think, three separate baptism occasions mm -hmm. right always with multiples oh yes so i think if i if i really went down there and pulled my records i think we're upwards of nine to twelve nine to twelve i middle. think it's twelve yeah um i was actually thinking about that day and i come up with eleven or twelve so mm -hmm. you know the lord's really good to us and whenever we're talking about baptism and we're talking about the number one thing is whenever you get saved, you get into, you know, you're baptized by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you become part of the church. Now, I'm not talking about Believer's Worship Center. A lot of people misunderstand that, and they say you get baptized into a church or you get saved into a church. You don't. No, that's big. It's the chief. It's, it's the big, big one. In other words, Jesus is the head of that church. Church with a big C. That's right. Big C. And so whenever you're baptized, whenever you're saved, you're baptized with the Holy Spirit because what it does is it comes in and it replaces that sinfulness. And even though you're still a sinner, you're saved by grace. But then you follow the Lord in believer's baptism because the Bible tells us to. Uh, I believe in immersion. I believe in, you know, going all the way under. I don't believe in taking a little bit of water and sprinkling on our heads. Uh, a lot of people believe that if, when you're baptized as an infant, it takes care of you. Well, I really believe that, you know, if you've been baptized as an infant, I'm not against that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's not biblical. So when you're <laughs> looking okay, so let's dive in on that. That's going to open okay. the question. So baptized as an infant being not of your own choosing. Right. But a chosen thing for you which is that's generally right. a christening type spring that's right so that's what you're talking about that's right? what i'm talking about you don't really know the right from wrong right you don't really know you've not experienced salvation and so i believe that once you're saved then you need to follow the lord in believers baptism okay. and the way we practice it is fully immersion mm -hmm. and uh we you know we definitely take you all the way under. Mm -hmm. I don't hold for no count, but then I bring you back up. And what that symbolizes is your outward faith. You're letting people know that you're saved. Yeah. You're letting people know that the Lord is the you know the leader of your life. And whenever you're saved, you're going, and it's a great typical illustration of the death, burial, and resurrection. Yeah. And so... Whenever you're symbolizing the death, burial, and resurrection in the baptism, that's what you're telling everybody else that you're relating to. So I'm going to ask, I know your stance on this, but I want you to share it with, uh, with everybody tonight. Children, we talk about babies, right? right. That's a choice not of your own. But we have, uh, on a multitude of occasions, mm -hmm. uh, we have, uh, we've baptized, we'll, we'll just say minors. Right, right. right. So you're very personal with two of them. That's all right. I, I, absolutely. But do you, uh -huh. is that is that the same choice mm -hmm. as an adult, or do you think that those of us who were baptized as children need to 
make that decision again as adults or is it kind of a for me if you're saved yep and you know i i've only been baptized one time i got baptized when i was seven years old long time long time ago but i know i was saved okay beyond a shadow of a doubt now i've not lived perfect so that i've not always been close to the lord i'm glad you used yourself as an example there but, because i've heard this argument right mm -hmm. you aren't old enough to make good decisions yet Right. As a preteen, as a, you know, even before that, a pre-tweener or whatever they call it now. Right. So if you do that, mm -hmm. you're still going to go through that awkward, rebellious teenager phase of, of screwing stuff up. You're, you're right? going gonna to be honest and you're going to be, uh, you're, you're not, uh, what do you call, perfect. Right. I mean, if that was the case, Jesus would take everybody home and God would take everybody home as soon as you got saved. I mean, you know, you'd get saved, you'd go home. So but you wouldn't really need baptism, but baptism to me is an outward sign telling everybody that you are saved. So from here, yep. springboard to me for those individuals who are choosing rededication. Okay, a lot of people have things in their life now. I believe that one baptism is fine, but if you've been in situations where I'm gonna take sickness as a point of reference. If you feel like the Lord has brought you through something yeah. and you are closer to him than you've ever been and you want to let people know what God did for you and you want, and you might have uh, slid away. Now, I'm of the opinion that once you're saved, you're always saved. You can't be misplaced. You know, a lot of people say, well, I, you know, I lost it. Well, losing it means you never had, or you had something and you got rid of it, but the right. Bible tells me you can't get rid of it. That's it. So let's say that you don't live really close to the Lord for a while, and you, you know, what the term is, a lot of people use is backsliding. But let's just say that you've come to the point to where you would like to rededicate your life and let everybody else know that you want to rededicate your life. Then what you do is there's nothing wrong with being rebaptized or getting baptized a second time. Now, if you come down every time and that there's a baptism, say, hey, man, I'm, you know, i got to get closer. Something's wrong. You need to understand it better. Now, the one thing I do different is I'll hardly ever, I won't say ever because some people surprise you and you don't want to really throw them out and embarrass them, but I'll always talk to people before I baptize them. I always want to know their story. Right. Um, let's take you as an example, you and your kids. I remember one Sunday evening, I get a call and I, they said, what you doing? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we're sitting here at home. And you said, well, we'll be there in 10, 15 minutes. And Mason wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so we talked it out. He believed that he was saved. He knew he was saved. And so I had a chance to baptize Amelia. Mm -hmm. And we and Mason, and then your wife decided that she wanted to be baptized. That's it, and that and hers was a rededication. That's exactly right, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm always of the opinion you want to get close to the Lord. Yeah, make it known. Yeah, if you want to be close to the Lord and you want to let everybody know where you're standing, now that's putting yourself out there. Sure. But that is what people have decided that, okay, I need to be closer to the Lord. Well, I'll pick on Leslie a little bit because okay. she's not here. And <laughs> I haven't seen her log in yet. So. 
So we're safe. So we're safe for now. Although Carolyn thought she may rat me out. But so obviously our kids made that decision and that was a that was a big deal for them. And so I believe that for Leslie that was the third account of a baptism in her life. One right. was obviously what we were discussing earlier. She was brought mm -hmm. up in a much different church. They believed in christening, so she did that. Where her parents mm -hmm. did that to her. Right. Um, and then when uh, she and I joined our first church, and it was my first baptism, and it was her first commitment to a church as an adult, we did that and made that decision together. And then, right. of course, when she went... Um, did she go at the same time as the kids? I feel like it was a different occasion. No, it was the same time. Oh, yeah. But it was all the same time. For her, that was all about, you know, we were finally done with cancer. That's exactly we right. We were done with a lot of things that, that God had blessed us and brought her through. And she just felt like, you know, she needed to, to dust something off, so to speak, mm -hmm. and experience kind of a, um, well, I mean, it is. It's a rebirth, right? She it's a walk. To, yeah. It's a walk. Now, a lot of people don't realize it, but water baptism symbolizes a believer's total trust. And you've got to understand that you're trusting something when you do it. And, and not just I can bring them back up. That's right. It's a reliance on the Lord and you're showing everybody that you are, you know, you're walking this walk and that you want to be close to the Lord. And a lot of churches have rituals. Mm -hmm. Baptism to me is not a ritual. It's a symbol. That's interesting. Uh, a lot of people say you got to be baptized to go into the fold of the church, and so we won't baptize you till you're a member of the church. You, uh-uh, that, that dog does not hunt with this old country boy. In other words, you get saved and you want to be baptized, you have a rough walk, and you want to rededicate your life, I'll throw you in that water so quick it'll be unbelievable. I'm like that little boy in the, in the backyard. <laughs> I was just, no, I was just a little boy in the backyard. You know, his mom he couldn't, wonder where he's at, and he's out in the backyard, and he had all his dogs and cats sitting there. And he is preaching to them. And she says, ain't that son, little Johnny out there preaching to dogs and the cats. So that says something. So about 30 minutes later, she walks into the kitchen, and she hears the cat just going, just going crazy. And so she looks out there, and he got a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> And it's full of water, and she's got this cat, and she jumps out there and said, Johnny, you can't baptize little cats like that. He said, they should have thought about that before they joined my church. So you don't have to join the church to be baptized. I knew when he set that up, little Johnny. I know, little Johnny's got to be in there. <laughs> but baptism is for believers, not for lost. You have to be saved. Now, that's an interesting it's a believer's. I don't think I've ever heard of that, but that makes sense. Yeah, it's, in other words, it's for it's believers. Believers' baptism. So it's yeah. believers' baptism. Before we're baptized, we must come to believe that we need Jesus Christ. But believers, not all the way cleaned up people. I like, no, I like, it's not perfect. No, and let's talk about that because there's a lot of people, and we've met them, we've we've talked with them that feel like, hey, I got I got to work on this. I got to get this cleaned up before I go do that. No, you come as you are. The Lord wants you broken. Yeah. Uh, we've got this misconception about church. A lot of people stay in churches for, number one, fellowship. Yep. Not the Lord. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait, wait a minute. I don't mean to make anybody mad, but yeah. a lot of people. Turn your mic down a It's a, a group. <laughs> it's a group thing. In other words, my best friends go here. We've all gone here. 
I, my family's gone here, so I'm going to go here. In other words, whenever we're talking about coming to a church, a church should be like a hospital. Hospitals are for not well people. Right. Hospitals are for people that are broken, that are bruised, that need help. The church is the same way. You might not be getting help where you're at. You might need to find somewhere else to go. And I'm not telling you BWC. I'm just telling you, you need to find you a Bible-believing, uh, a preacher that preaches the word, uh, somebody that will help you grow as a Christian. Our job is to build disciples. Uh, I know I, uh, Sunday when I got home, I was tired. I was, I was really physically, it's like I would worked eight hours or nine hours a day because I had this thing to where I tried and I prayed and everything on these questions and that question just hit home with me and the Lord gave me a sermon that just, it wore me out. But at the same time, I think other people maybe got something from it. Sure. I've had two or three people text me this week and say, Great sermon, uh, loved it, uh, you you helped me. Well, we're gonna do that for the next couple of weeks and I, you even picked you out one, so we're, I'm excited about this. But Sunday for the baptism, I'm opening the doors, man. I mean, a lot of people say you, you shouldn't do that. Well, come and talk to me, come to church early. Uh, we had a guy saved Sunday and I'm excited about that. I mean, yeah. it was just wonderful. So the, the more we open ourselves out for people to come, the Lord will bless. Yeah. We, we shouldn't put up doors like we gotta go through this class. Uh, let me ask you a question. No. <laughs> That's not an answer. Uh, <laughs> water baptism is a beautiful picture of what the Lord's done for us. Before you're baptized, should you have to go through a class? And give so, me the reason why you're saying what you're saying. Okay, so okay. I'm, I'm going to say no, mm -hmm. right? Because, um, I, I, you know, I, I've gone down this road as a member here, as, mm -hmm. as a staff member here. I, I don't want their, I think in far too many churches, classes and things like that become a barrier to people mm -hmm. making that decision. It shouldn't be one, but it can be. And I don't want that to be a barrier. Right. So I, that's my that's my answer. On the other hand, I think it's been used in other churches as more of a screening method to make right. sure that the decision is a true, heartfelt decision. And that's church membership. It's not about baptism. Okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. But like we said, that a lot of them go hand in hand. Yeah. As soon as they bring you back up, you're met with your certificate and your <laughs> tithing envelope. That's it. Yeah, so, you got Now we're going to, you know, bill you each month. That's, that's it. Uh, the thing about it is, I, I asked that question to prelude this question or this answer. I want to say, Josh, thanks for stepping in there and taking what some of the heat on that. No, it's not mandatory, but it could be up. But it could be helpful. okay. The class is not mandatory. The knowledge is. In other words, you should know and talk to somebody. It don't necessarily have to be a class that everybody has to attend and that you have to get a certificate and then right. you get a checkbox. Not the catechisms. But 
you need to have the knowledge of what baptism is. In other words, the knowledge replaces the class. What do you get from going to school in class? Knowledge, we hope, well, some, you know, nowadays you really don't get anything, but uh, that's another whole podcast coming up. Please, please send your complaints to. That's right. Uh, but the thing about it is knowledge is knowing, number one, why are you doing it? Yeah. In other words, are you doing it because everybody else is doing it? One of the things that I've noticed that I disagree with, but I can't judge it. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of people confuse today. If you don't agree with something, that doesn't mean you're judging it. Judging it means you go tell them that they're doing it wrong. They've got to answer for this and all that. And I'm not going to do that. Well, that is a, you're right. That is a but big I do call it a spade a spade and a heart a heart and everything. You know, yeah. But I do, do say that. But the thing about it is knowledge is knowing why you do it. Now, a lot of people today are having baptism groups. They'll have a pool party. Now, if you only have a pool to baptize in, that's one thing. Right. But when you're having a pool party and you've got 86 kids out there and you start baptizing, everybody's going to want to be baptized. You don't know where they're coming from. That's right. Just follow the leader mentality. Sure. So I disagree with that. Now, if you've got 86 people and those 86 people have been saved during a revival and everything like that's going on, then okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, that's, I'm fine with that. But to go have a pool party, have everybody baptized, regardless of you know who they are or not, just mm -hmm. dunk them because you're dunking them, and then have hot dogs, I disagree with that. Now, you can have baptism, and then you can have a lunch, something like that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just to have a theme of a party, right? to have a baptism, in my mind, is wrong. No, I, I think most people, most I mean, people would agree with. But that. I mean, it's just it, it's what you've got. Well, I personally think, and and you know, you've done this a lot longer than I at this point. Okay, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but my nephew is ring, and he says, "Let's get a water slide." Now that <laughs> let's bring him up here. I like <laughs> that idea. I, I tell you what, Josh, come on up here. We'll get the water slide just for you. Josh, I'll send you the dimensions <laughs> of the doorway here, and you you hook us up. That's it. I think that would go. You sent me a picture of that. I did a There's church. There's a water park attached to the church building. And, and the water, yeah, I'm going to. I already said I was in on that one. I tell you. But what what I was uh, what I was saying is, mm -hmm. as a minister, yeah. Regardless of whether you're doing it like we're doing it this Sunday and just saying, hey, we're, we're going to be we're going to be baptizing. Yep. And if you want to make that decision or you you know need to rededicate whatever your reasons are, come up here and be a part of this. Don't you feel, if not the need, the desire to have a relationship with that person other than yes. having just met them that day? Yes. I mean, I want their story. I mean, yeah. In other words, the reason I said if you're thinking about getting baptized Sunday, come early. Yeah. Because I'm I want to talk to you. Yeah. I want to know your story. I want to know why you're doing it. I want to give you some knowledge of what it is about. Uh, already talked to mm -hmm. you know the young lady that's going to do it. We've already counseled her. We've already been down there and talked about it. Uh, talked to her with her, her you know her mom. Her mom was there and uh, it's just. 
I want people to know the knowledge, not necessarily class, but if they go in class, that's fine. I mean, different churches do different things, but they need to know the knowledge of why they're doing it. And it all comes down to Christians should be baptized out of obedience and love for the Savior. I mean, we were told to do that. We were told to be baptized. We were told to show our love for Christ outwardly. The Bible says if we're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of us. So we need that going out. We need that going, that extra step. But obedience is something to say, I'm putting myself out there. Yeah. I'm actually committing to that. You know, it's a it's a biblical method as far as I am. I mean, you know, let's take Jesus being baptized by John. I mean, that's that's my best. I mean, you know, I yep. really love preaching on that because that's the first time the Trinity was there. Yep. Now, whenever we have a baptism and we're baptizing the Dawson, we're going to have a whole full-size church. Yeah. I mean, friends, family, everything. They come out to woodwork. I mean, unbelievable. I think there's more people there than they know. Uh, we had a baptism one time, and a young girl was being baptized, and people visited, and they never left. And that just encourages my heart. Yep. But the thing about it is, whenever you're talking about just a family, Mm-hmm. And you're talking about what we're doing as a family. We participate. Yes. In other words, I want people to know that, okay, I'm not ashamed. I'll call everybody. I mean, you know, that's that's the way it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you call people and you let them know that, hey, I got saved. It's obedience and it's what it tells us to do. And whenever Jesus was there, he was going to be baptized by John. John said, whoa, no, 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 no. So, you know. I need to be baptized by you. And the amazing thing is the Trinity showed up. Yeah. You had God the Father, you had God the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and you had the Holy Spirit as a dove. And whenever they showed up at Jesus' baptism, people should show up at yours. <laughs> I'm right. saying family should come and support you. Agreed. Love on you. A lot of people don't realize that they need that family support. They need that Christian support. Well, I mean, if you are a family member, mm-hmm. right? I mean, whether you're a good family member or not, I think it's important to, to re- remember that this is one of the biggest decisions that an individual will make in mm-hmm. their you know, adult life or, or young life, whatever, where you're at. I mean, that's... For a Christian in their walk, that's that's as big as you know buying your first house right. or you know asking your spouse to marry you. I mean that that's a lifelong commitment. It ain't just a thirty year mortgage God, commitment. It's something. Yeah, you're you're making a commitment to the Lord, and mm-hmm. it's and it's serious. Yep. Uh, now I will say this: baptism is not a prerequisite to salvation. Salvation is a prerequisite to baptism. Right. So. Make sure you're getting baptized. If you're out there and you're thinking about you've never been baptized and you're saying, well, I want to go get dunked, there is a prerequisite. You have to believe in Jesus Christ. You have to have been saved. And a lot of people don't realize the full gospel. Mm-hmm. Full gospel is he was virgin born, lived a sinless life, shed his blood on Calvary's tree for us. He died for our sins. And then he was put in the grave and he rose on the third day. Full gospel in 30 seconds. But it's got so much more than that. 
In other words, you've got to realize that it's a lifetime commitment. It's also a commitment between you and the Lord. And if you don't believe that Jesus died, you don't really believe in salvation. So you have to get all of that in perspective. And I really believe salvation leads you to baptism. Well, I think if you're if you're a church and you're doing things right, then it's also a commitment on the behalf of the rest of the church as well. And that's a lifelong commitment to your member family mm -hmm. to support them in their walk because you're you're likely a little further ahead on that walk than that right. individual and you know what's coming for mm -hmm. them. You know how to be there for them and and I think that's a that's a big part of it as well. Really quick, uh, Linda says maybe when baptism is requested, tell them just what you said here. In other words, that's it. So and from now on, if you request baptism, you will be redirected to this episode of H three. You will be forced to listen to it for all thirty minutes. <laughs> and and another thing too is everybody just if you see Josh, which is Josh Sheffield, my last name Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, that's my nephew. He's a pastor or a, you know a preacher, and. Whenever he's put down there, he said, washed by the blood on the inside before being washed on the water on the outside. Hey, I like that. Josh, I wish you would let me baptize you. I'd have, got, you know, I'd have held you under till you at least fainted. I would say if you're, <laughs> if you're a member uh, at, at Josh's congregation. I'm just picking Josh. Uh, we, we're, in, we're in full support of your slip and slide salvation. That's it. And we will, we will come down to see the, the water slide he built. You got it. You want me to just close on a... Baptism joke. Do it. Okay. Last joke. It's a serious thing, but there was a uh, guy walking by a river, and they were baptizing the river. Now, just to let you know, I've baptized in pools. I've baptized in individual buckets. I've baptized in lakes, streams, rivers. But this guy was walking by, and he saw the, and he walked out to the preacher, and the preacher knew he'd been drinking, so he just grabbed him and threw him under. And he come up and he says, "Have you found Jesus yet?" And the man said, no. Put him back down. Held him there for a little bit, pulled him up. The guy spit and sputter and everything. He said, have you found Jesus yet? He said, no. Put him back down there. And he says, have you found Jesus yet? He said, are you sure you lost him right here? <laughs> In other words, that's funny. But at the same time, he wasn't ready to be baptized. That's it. In other words, you have to understand salvation first, the gospel salvation, believing in Jesus Christ, then baptism. Hit okay. him with it the way Josh did. Say it one more time. You gotta be washed by the blood on the inside before being washed by the water on the outside. Can't say it no better than that. You can't. Thank All you, Josh. Right. So we are queuing up for this Sunday. It is an open invitation to our members and friends. If you need to make that decision this week, if you want to join us, you got things going on in your life, you want to rededicate yourself, please give us a call this week. Our number is on our website at findhopeatbwc.org. You can email either one of us. You can talk directly with Ivan. Yep. He'd be happy to take your call, discuss those. those we'll walk you through it. That's it. And then we invite all of you out to yep. celebrate with us, to make those commitments with and for those young ladies. And that will be at 10 o'clock this Sunday. Where is that? BWC 5237 Murfreesboro Road in College Road. We hope to see you guys there. God loves you. We love you. And BWC loves you. Talk to you later. See you Sunday.